0: Know My Name. Interviews with women artists from the ABC archives. Born in New Zealand in 1917, Rosalie Gascoigne's affinity with nature was critical to her artistic development. While living in the remote terrain of Mount Stromlo in New South Wales, she developed a passion for collecting objects, both natural and not, to create powerful sculptural assemblages inspired by the Sogetsu School of Ikebana with its emphasis on form and line rather than colour. Despite having no formal art training, Rosalie went on to become one of Australia's most celebrated contemporary artists. In 1994, the ABC's Mary Lou Gelbart caught up with her for the program Arts Today. Uh. Thank
1: you, Rosalie Gascoigne, for joining us. We were talking about romance and about love, but there
2: is a romanticism, I think, in your work. Yes, I suppose there is, but uh, what romanticism is there comes from my base in nature. Nature has always been my, uh, my inspiration. I get it through the eyes first, and then I find something to, um, hopefully, to make my emotion uh, explicit. Well, you have said
1: often, I think, that um, your work is about the pleasures of the eye.
2: Yes, that's true, it is. I would happily wander around the country enjoying it. But then you get this feeling of impotence because you can't take it any further. So with what means you have at your disposal, you take it further. Mm. the thing that comes
1: up whenever anyone talks about you is the fact that you came to Australia in fact you came to Australia from New Zealand in 1943 that's right just on 50 years ago as a young woman and it was just over 30 years later when you had your first show 1974 yeah that's true too
2: thinking about that I thought well were you incubating perhaps in that time I was heavily out of step with absolutely everything. I was um, brought up and educated in New Zealand and I hadn't any of the natural skills that people have, which marks them, or used to in my day, as artists. A, A, they could draw, B, they could paint. I couldn't do any of these things, but I had this emotional reaction to natural objects. And I often think that Picasso once said, how do you become an artist and he said you don't become an artist you are an artist you're that sort of animal but i couldn't place it i just knew i was out of step so i kept on enjoying nature and things and
1: and you enjoyed it in fact by moving into ikebana which I can see as a logical progression because that involves the collection of unlikely objects and putting them together with flowers. And I can recall that, that that was a an art form that virtually swept
2: through Australia like wildfire in the, say, 50s and 60s. Uh, well, that's true. We had uh, a master come to Canberra and they wanted a quorum and I joined, though I was already on my way collecting things and doing things and... I used to arrange the bush, bring it home, and put it in the house. People used to wonder because it was very unconventional. And this gave me a sort of a peg to hang it on. And it also taught me, for which I'm very grateful, uh, that form and line are necessary before color. So you get the shape of things. And I started looking at shape instead of color. The uh, English tradition, I think, is to look at colour first. But the Japanese say you can't win in nikibana without form. You do both in fact now because you use colour a lot
1: as well as form and as well as as using old, weathered objects, timbers and so on. And I suppose the, the works of yours that um, most people would recognize immediately, even if they didn't associate your name with it, would be the yellow and black cut-up works um, that you've made
2: from old road signs, for example. Were they the first pieces that you made? Oh, no, I was well on by the time I happened upon them. I didn't choose them. I found some cut up in squares actually on a dump and I would never have cold-bloodedly gone out after them because uh, they're fairly irritating on the road when you come to think of it and I collected these at home and um, because I used to collect anything I liked the look of I didn't care what I was going to do with it and uh, I collected these things and after they'd been in my courtyard for about three months, four months the rain came down on them and they came up a positive glory with the wet and uh, I suddenly realized I had an exciting for me an art form and you tighten
1: up the uh, the drink containers too the the boxes yes that, they, um, came before, come in. they came
2: before they came before the road signs but they only come because it's chance I happen upon them they are available I used to find the drink boxes odd ones at dumps and think those are good or that's a good riddle re- or whatever it was, take it home, and then it suddenly occurred to me, because I always work with my eye rather than my head, that there was a drink factory very near and maybe they had a spare pile, which they did. <laughs> so uh, 200 boxes, I heard. <laughs> oh, many, many more, many, many more. They were burning them. They—they've oh. so much good art, um, raw material has gone onto the dump and been burnt. I find myself wondering what your backyard looks like. (laughs) Well, somebody did say to me once, it's a good job the neighbours don't object. But I think I'm a bit tidier now because you, you have to stockpile. You have to collect. Collecting is a separate part of my oeuvre. I enjoy it. I enjoy going out as a woman enjoys going out with her basket, shopping. You take what you think is nice what is interesting you see and you don't care about the art form that's a separate life altogether so you collect all this stuff and you never never throw it away or hardly ever uh, because you're not going to get it again
1: I love the idea of, of collecting things that the rest of us feel have no further use. For example, very much earlier on, you used um, old kitchen utensils. And I recall seeing a work in the Sculpture Triennial here in Melbourne, which um, used very battered and chipped Enamel calendars, for example.
2: Well, you see, if one gets the premise that one uses what one finds, so I discovered rather late, after the Ikebana period, the country dump, and people were throwing out things like that then. So if they appeared interesting or beautiful to me, I took them. See, there's no real master plan. I just go for the pleasures of the eye and what I like, and what turns up may or may not get into my art. And if if one sort of material, I used to worry, because I was into farm iron at one stage, that it was getting rarer and rarer around Canberra to get it. Mm. And uh, it doesn't really matter, because one, when one thing fades from possibility, something else turns up. Like linoleum and, and wire netting? Yes, but you, you sort of do a double take at things. You look at everything that's there, you see, and when I used the netting, this time I was very keen on uh, doing I called the piece plein air because I wanted to be about the air which I find so miraculous and especially after I noticed in a Van Gogh show and I saw the irises for the first time and I put the postcard up against it and see what's the difference he paints the air the the air is lively Uh, and I wanted to be able to give that sensation I feel while I'm out in the paddock and there's a high sky and clean cleanness and nothingness but indeed in, in everything's there and that's what I use the wire netting for because to me it appears often in the country I like its cleanliness its regularity its dividing the air Yes, and it's encapsulating space as well. That's that's the point. Yes, that is the point.
1: Rosalie Gascoigne, just one further thing. I think you're on your way to speak to some students and you speak some very good
2: sense to them, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. I just speak <laughs> what I know. And the my, my strength, I think, is that people can understand me because I can't do art speak. You know, I I have to work it out for myself then I say it to them and it's intelligible because I have to understand it too.
0: Australian sculptor Rosalie Gascoigne speaking with Mary Lou Gilbart in 1994 for ABCRN's Arts Today.
1: Hello, Daniel Browning here, host of The Art Show. For more great interviews with visual artists, follow The Art Show wherever you get your podcasts or find us on the ABC Listen app.